Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Today, I am so honored to have David Presley with me from Hydrochem Systems. How are you, David? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Let me tell you guys a little bit about him. He is the president of Hydrochem Systems. In 24 years with HCS, he has overseen the development of the automated division, and he's responsible for the overall design of an automated wash system. His degree in electrical and electronic engineering and his technical background has instilled a quality-driven work ethic. His business management skills combined with his technical abilities has piloted HCS to the highest sales in the company's 48-year history. David is very hands-on, providing exceptional customer service. He enjoys spending time with his grandkids and vacationing with his family and golfing. Wow, so you've been doing this for 24 years, and it seems like you have done a lot within the company. So tell us about how you got from graduating from college to where you are now. Well, I guess... I like to roll it back even a little bit further that when I was in high school, my father wasn't around because he sailed on the Great Lakes. He was a captain on the steamships. So I really had to kind of fend for myself. So I was one that um, I liked being around boats. So I kind of started my own business. I was doing engine work, teak, cleaning, electrical. I was fixing the bottom of the boats. I was painting them. And they're like, oh, who painted that boat over there? Like, oh, Presley's kid did that. I had a special formula for my paint kind of entrepreneurial, so I was like a jack-of-all-trades. So it really kind of helped me, I think, throughout my life to actually be able to be well-rounded. I may not be a master of anything, but uh, I know a little bit about something of everything. <laughs> but uh, but it, I have fun. I have fun uh, solving things and, and making things work. So once I went into college then, uh, of course, my degree was in electronics. I was really uh, energetic about that. Uh, I liked more of the hands-on part of it. But I'm not the guy that just likes to sit back in the office. I'm more the doer. So I didn't end up going into electronics and kind of went more into the sales end. So I did sales in electronics. I worked for a a retail store at one time that I worked up to be uh, the manager of the store. And then eventually worked for uh, another corporation that was in the medical device industry. And then managed a whole district of service people. So that's where that hands-on comes in. But at the same time, I ended up selling capital equipment doing that. So selling big, uh, big capital equipment. So that company ended up having a, uh, a separation and they had to get rid of a division. And when that happened, I got the call on January the 3rd that said, Dave, you're no longer with this company. I'm like, really? <laughs> so at that point, I'd look for someplace and, uh, and Hydrochem was the one that I found. And it's like truck washes. Hmm. 
well, I could, it's capital equipment. I could sell truck washes. And they're looking for somebody to, to sell them washes. They just had sold uh, one that they kind of developed a little bit uh, because they'd sold other people's systems in the past. And when he seen my background with the service part of it, management, the capital sales, they said, Dave, this is a great fit. Not only do I want you to be my sales guy, but you could coordinate the projects and you can do this and you can do this. So it's like it ends up uh, in the realm of working with Hydrochem. I've been out there drilling the holes in the floor, putting the equipment together, doing the programming, as well as, you know, selling the system. So uh, kind of well-rounded there. And uh, so that, that brings me to into the company a little bit. And then what happened is, is our previous founder of the company, and the company started in 1971. So you'd mentioned 48 years. Guess what? This year is our 50th anniversary. 50 years of clean. Wow. We've been providing clean since 1971. So he wanted to retire. And to be able to uh, get that retirement going, he could have went on the outside and just sold it to anybody. And he's seen that, you know, we've got good people working here. How can I definitely make sure I take care of the people that we have here with good values that he had and transition that company out? So in doing so, he created an ESOP back in 2003. So an ESOP is an employee stock ownership program. So for us, we call it a wealth building program. You know, we are part of that company, uh, part ownership of that company. When, that, uh, when we leave the company, we get shares of our company, we get that back. So it makes everybody within the company a vested owner. So that was real exciting. But what this did is it allowed him to be able to transition the company to the employees at the same time mentoring somebody to actually take over the company. So in 2012 is when he named me president of the company. So kind of went through a lot of different roles until then, just selling, fixing, repairing, sales management until I was the, the president. And now we've actually gone from about two, two and a half million dollar company to uh, last year, just shy of 10 million. So we've five times our size. So pretty proud of that. So you gave me lots of little jewels and cookies that I want to <laughs> drill into there. So I think the first one that really struck me was the fact that you said when you first started with your current company, you're willing to do anything, right? And so as a salesperson, I know that's one thing that I pride myself on. As a chemist, I always like to I would say get my hands dirty. So I would be in the lab working with people when I was selling capital equipment, or I would be on the plant floor when I was selling chemicals, doing plant trials. So how do you think that real hands-on experience really sets you up for what you're doing today as a president of the company? Well, I think it had a lot to do with it, and it's a lot to do with our culture and how Hydrochem sets themselves up in the market. Our uniques are is we come from an educational approach and then we have a customized solution that works and then eventually have that low cost per wash. But to be able to do that, you have to know how your product works to be able to have that educational approach with a customer. So I think some of the fun things are going out in the field. So we have the automated equipment, but we also are the soap manufacturer of the equipment. So we provide the towel dispenser and the paper towel. We make the paper towel. This is the chemical. But the chemical itself is so second to none. It really is. I can spray on a, a low pH pre-soaked detergent, then spray on a, a second detergent over top of that, ne actually neutralize that vehicle surface and have that dirt fall off. And it's a lot of times people say, that's magic. It, and it really is almost looks like magic. Um, I've been out on a several demos that's getting your hands dirty. You go out there, you got a guy with a dirty truck and he's been washing trucks with a scrub brush for years. The only way you can get this thing clean is to wash it with a scrub brush. I'm like, let me just try some stuff. Spray on one, spray on two, rinse it, 
He says, oh, wait till this thing dries. There's going to be a film on it. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's wait. Sit back, talk, you know, a little bit, uh, fishing, golf, whatever, the weather. That thing dries, and it's got a shine on it. And they're like, wow, that was magic. Send me a couple drums of that. So, so you have to get your hands dirty. I think that, uh, especially in the automation side, it's understanding the system, being there, doing it, that the educational approach is sometimes in a sale, you can maybe say too much, and probably a lot of times I do. But I think that the customer feels much more comfortable when they're talking with somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. They're just not the slick willy out there selling something. And I've been there, done that. I know what I'm talking about. I've seen it and I can prove it. So I think that's where it, it is real important that you are able to get in there and do all And I think that, you know, when we think about working in these more technical type sales industries, that a lot of times there's that disconnect between the sales leader and the salesperson. So the salesperson is like, well, you don't know what's happening in the field. You don't actually experience this. But what I love that you said is I've been on demos with my team. I can sit there and I'm still talking to the actual customer, right? And so we're chopping it up or fishing or golf or whatever. You're not just sitting back and on your phone, checking emails. You're actually ingrained in it. So would you say that as a sales leader, as a president of a company, that you find that that bridge is essential to build a strong sales team. It does. I think that uh, they give you a little more respect too, that you're not just somebody sitting back behind a desk saying, do these numbers. You know how to get the numbers. You've been there, done that. I mean, as a president, just a couple of weeks ago, I was out in Nebraska for a week uh, with uh, the rest of the team, a few other guys doing training, because that's the only way to see how the stuff works is to actually be in the field, touch it, see it, feel it, do it. And that is the way that we train. It's not just books. We need to probably write more books, more processes, procedures, but it's really real life experiences. And that's what really creates the picture for the salesman so that he can then take that and have the excitement when he sees the clean, transfer that excitement to the customer so that they purchase that. I mean, what you're saying is so powerful. I know when I was going through my sales training process and I would see it, it's like, oh, this actually produces this result. Like it gives you so much more excitement. And ha as a salesperson, having that technical knowledge is so key. And one thing that I tell people and people don't agree with me, maybe you won't agree with me, is when we're hiring salespeople, we need strong sales skills. We can teach them the technology. If our product, if our service is as good as we say it is, we can teach it to a strong salesperson. So would you yep. agree or disagree with that? Yeah. Well, they have to be wired for it. I think what you're saying is, is that person wired for it? Are they willing to ask for the sale? You know, if they're just willing to say, hey, I create great relationships, I can show my stuff. Well, that doesn't get the sale closed at the end of the day. You're going to have a product that there are times that your product is so good. And if you show that and you have that relationship, they're going to say, yes, I want to purchase it. But at the other token, you have to have a guy that walks them through the process you know, the process is maybe not giving as much information out there as what you could give right up front so that the customer is ingrained to ask you questions, but also you have to be good at asking questions. Because when I say we have customized solutions, I don't just have this widget that I sell everybody. I want to find out what they need. And that is with our soaps as well. We've got like four different uh, or five different number one pre-soaks. We've got five or six different uh, number two detergents. Not all of them work the same together. We need to know what type of dirt it is, what type of climate it is. You know, do they have salt? Do they have hard water? Do they have soft water? 
do they have warm water or cold water? All our different soaps work differently based on the situation. So it's asking the questions, having somebody's not afraid to do that, to walk the customer down the path that they say, yes, that's the one I want to purchase because that's the one that's going to work for me. And you get out there and do the demo and show them. I got to tell you, we spray on one, spray on two. We do the demo. The soap sells itself. <laughs> so, so we do make it easy, I think, sometimes for the sales guy. But the thing is, we want to think of it as our sales guys are educated enough that they know all these circumstances. They know what questions to ask. They're not, I call it this way, the slick willies out there. Hey, here you go. Here's a bucket. Try it. No, you can't just let them go try it. You need to see what it does, see what their circumstances are. But that's having that education, getting your hands right. dirty and, and being there. Like you said, it's really about them understanding the product that they're selling and the problems that their customers need to solve, right? Solving. Like you Correct. said, is it hot? Is it cold? Like, what are the limitations? What are, what's the problem? Everybody, yes. At the end of the day, everybody wants to have a clean truck, a clean vehicle. But there's so many other factors and really helping the salesperson build their own process or their roadmap process of elimination, it sounds like that's how you've been able to 5X your sales. So I want to drill a little bit deeper into what would you attribute your success in the past um, 10 years to? Well, I'm going to put that in a couple different categories. So it's maybe not just personally, I'll put a little bit personally. Personally, I think I have a, a pretty high drive. Always going in, and you can ask anybody at the company that, you know, Dave's the guy that will spend the extra hour out on the road to get something done. If I'm coming back from somewhere, it's like, oh, this place is only 100 miles away. It's kind of on the way back. I'll go and I'll do it. I'll stop by it because I want to wow the customer and have that customer service. So I think customer service is real important. Our passion at the company is to wow the customer. I mean, that is our passion. And it's it's doing that little bit extra. So that drive, I think, is what's got me to a, a good point of it. But then it was also making a decision that as you come up in a company, I just see sometimes people think that, oh, this guy's been here. He was one of our peers. Now he's my boss. Now I got to listen to what he's saying. And it's always Dave's way. Well, I wanted to make it our way. And uh, being an ESOP company, it should be our way because we're all part owners in a sense. We're hiring a fellow employee owner when we're out there hiring somebody. But I found a system called EOS, so maybe it's a little plug for them, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and uh, it's a way that you run your business. And that was in 2015, so I'd been president for a couple of years, and I tried to push buttons with this little method and that little method, and it's like, you know, I just got that little bit of a roadblock because it's, hey, it's Dave's way. And previously, our company was kind of more, some people would say, like a dictatorship. It's the way the owner wanted it to do it. And being an ESOP, I'm an owner but I'm the president, still runs like a corporation. So I'm not the one that gets all the money at the end of the day when they sell the company. I'm an employee of the company. So I want everybody to, to work for me as an employee. So with EOS, what it does is you, you make a decision with a leadership team. So we have uh, five people total on the leadership team and that sales, operations, HR, finance, and myself. And now this is our way of doing business, not Dave's way of doing business. Empowering people to actually do good for themselves versus dictating how to do something. So with EOS, we have certain processes we do, which is the HCS way. So I think EOS really helped us be more efficient with a repeatable process as we're going down this path to uh, greatness. So it's a, that'd be the one thing the last five years, I think that really helped out uh, is just being able to have a good vision that big BHAG, where are we going to be in the year 2025? We set that up when we were back in 
2015, what's our 10 year goal? And, uh, mm. and then what are we going to so do? So I really stuff? love that, you know, you, you started with, yeah, I have a lot of energy and I am willing to say, ah, oh, that's only 50, hundred miles out the way. I might as well, I'm already here. Go see this customer, go check on them, see how things are going. But then you also realize that you can't run a company as a dictatorship. And so really having that team and making decisions as a team. So even though you're the president and, you know, operations, sales, finance, they report to you, this is a team decision. And the team has one ear to management and one ear to the employees, right? So they're actually able to say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. And I really love companies such as yours that are employee owned. Because everybody feels like they come to work every day and they feel like I own a part of this company. So what I do matters. And it's not just yep. going and checking a box or making sure this is done. It's really, like you said, it boils down to the customer wow factor. We want to wow our customers because at the end of the day, we own a part of the company. I Correct. love that. Yep. It's empowering others, you know, letting them drive it forward. They may make some mistakes, but if they make mistakes. I just say, don't make them another time. I had a boss one time that said, you know what? If you're not making at least a couple mistakes a year, you're not working hard enough. <laughs> so, so it's like, hey, you make a mistake. That's fine. Just don't make it again. Let's figure it out. Let's IDS it. Identify, discuss, and solve. And you, you know, know when you right. make mistakes, that means that you're taking risk. You're trying to buck the status quo. You're not just doing what you're being asked to do. You're like, okay, can I try this? Or can I try that? And Really, if leaders step back and said, okay, yep. when they're making mistakes, that is, they're learning something. And my motto for mistakes is, it's okay to lose. It's okay yep. to not do something the right way, yep. but it's not okay to lose the same way twice, right? Yep. We have yep. to learn from our mistakes and the yep. things that we've yep. done. So you gave me a lot of success stories, but I want to ask you if you can think about a specific client that you were able to help or a specific person on your team, a success story that Hydrochem Systems is especially proud of? I guess there, there has to be really several of them when I think of some of the customers out there in the wow factor. One story I tell to some of our customers, it was at a school, a local school in Michigan, where they purchased the bus wash and I was there, it was a, it was a cold day, uh, I think it was probably November or something like that. There'd already been a little bit of snow on the ground and they uh, were there for a training. I was training them how to use the bus wash. And I've got 30, 40 drivers around, male, female, old, young. Uh, they're all watching this wash. And I say, okay, this does this uh, function and this does this function and here's your rinse. And then all of a sudden they seen this rear blast turn on, blast the back of the bus. And that bus just came out sparkling. And when that wash was done, all of a sudden they all come running over to me, big hugs. Dave, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for putting this wash in. And it's like, I mean, I, every time I tell the story, I just get the chills. And there's several stories like that. I mean, we had a customer that was really hard to read. Uh, he was out in Oklahoma and, uh, and he had these trucks that, uh, they were white trucks, but they had gypsum on them. It was a gypsum mining truck. And we we're washing like wash after wash and these trucks are going through. And I'm thinking, God, these things look really good. And the owner of the company is not saying anything nothing at all. And finally, I asked him, I said, so, so what's your think of the wash? Trying to get some feedback from him. I was, I'll tell you what, Dave, what your wash did in two minutes, two of my guys couldn't do in two hours. That mm. thing's fantastic. Mm. So again, it's them wow factors. And, uh, and we get, uh, 
we have mobile washers all across the country now. Kind of the story, we've, they've been washing trucks for 20 years with a scrub brush. And now all of a sudden, they go on a Facebook forum and they read Hydrochem has got this magical soap, uh, Supersonic and Grizzly. You know, it's a couple of our new soaps that are just really game changers. They'll try them and they'll spray it on, spray it off and rinse. And they're like, where you guys been all these years? I've been doing this for 20 years. You've just revolutionized my business. And they'll go from four guys washing a truck to two, get it done in half the time, take them other two guys and be washing another fleet and make twice as much money. And at the same time, we get a few bucks because we're selling the soap. So it's a win-win. <laughs> I love it. So just several success stories. It just, and they, they happen every day. And, you know, I think what I really like about your whole business model is that it's not just about we're selling a product. You guys are helping improve somebody's workflow, their quality of life, right? So if they're able to cut the time that they're washing a vehicle down by 75%, it was what it sounds like to me, yeah. then it's helping them become more efficient, right? Yeah. And so yep. it's helping them make more money. And then the people who are driving the yep. buses, right? Or the, the trucks or whatever they're driving, they feel more confident because they have this nice, clean, shiny vehicle. And then yep. the business owner is like, whoa, what's happening? Where have you been? I'm ready to invest. How much does it cost? I don't care how much it costs. I'm ready to buy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and that, that brings up a unique thing. Sometimes people don't have the money to invest. We came out with a new program this last year. It's called our Elite Fleet Program. That if you've got a bay to put our wash in, we'll put in a standard two-step wash, which is about $150,000 wash. We'll do that for nothing. All you have to do is buy soap from us for five years, and we've got a certain certain number of dollars that we need to obtain that. And that pays basically the rent on that system, as well as pays for that soap. And they'll end up having a cost per wash anywhere between, say, 6 and $12 a wash to wash a full-size tractor trailer. You probably can barely get your car washed for 12 bucks. Hmm. I can wash a full-size so tractor So not only are you guys 100% focused on the customer, employee-owned, focused on hands-on training for everyone within the company, you're also innovative in the way that you're looking to serve your customers. I just love that. I think that everything that you guys are doing within these 50 years, you're definitely waves and bounds above anyone out there who even dares to consider themselves a competitor because I don't feel like we have competitors because we're all great in our own right. And it's about yeah, yeah. carving our space out. I have yeah. enjoyed this yeah. talk yeah. immensely with you, Dave. Thank you. I've enjoyed it as well. What is the one best way for people to get in contact with you if they have questions or they want to get their own fleet? You can go to our website, hydrochemsystems.com or hcsclean.com. And uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, take care of you. Uh, there's links there to either our distributor page, our uh, North America page for chemicals or uh, truck washes. Also email at sales at hcsclean.com will work as well. Awesome, Thank awesome. You again. I am so grateful that you took some time out to chat with me today and I learned all about HCS and happy 50th anniversary. I think Thank this you is very a much. wonderful, wonderful um, time in the history of your company. And again, thank you. That thank you. was another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and if you want some snack size strategy delivered weekly, check out the link below. I'm your host, Wesleyan, and remember in everything you do, transform your sales.
Thank you for joining us today on the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.